Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Party people in the place to be. From the same man who bought you the bitches. The bitches, the bitches, the bitches. We were misunderstood last time we brought you the bitches. The bitches, the bitches. Now we're going to clear it up and let you make up your own mind like this. Now a queen's a queen and a whore is a whore. She felt if she made me wait, I'd have more respect for her. Adora, eventually spending up my digits. She felt that love would make me buy her man material shit. She likes to trick them. Cause ain't nothing like a sleeping victim. East New York style, stick them. Ha ha ha. Stick them, top game. But if this game I played it, underestimated. Swore the king was checkmated. She... No, I'm not. Are you a man? And can you stand alone like a man has to sometimes? Yes, yes I, I can. can. Are you willing to go out there and save the lives of our children, even if it means losing your own life? Yeah, yes, I am. I believe you, Jay Roo. You ready? You have not, not, nothing to worry about. Now, I don't push your legs. Others have their turn to flex. Jay Roo is up next. All, All right, ready. Players good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Oh, good night. Good night. Good night. Oh, wow. See, that's how you that's how you have a good morning right there. A good that's afternoon. How that's how you start? Yeah, that's a good evening and a good night. Welcome to WANAP and and very WANAP much life. and very much so a fourth meal. You know what I'm saying, Saif? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Let's uh let's not let's not waste any time. Let's not play any games. Okay. Let's talk to uh a guy. I don't think yo, I don't think we've ever had this guy on one app. I don't think so. I don't really understand actually. Yo, man. Yo, J Roo, man, why why we never done one app with good? you before? Welcome, J I don't know. I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Um here now, so it's all like good. Some, somebody's <laughs> slacking, and we don't know if it's on our part. I think or it's your me. Part. I think it's me. I, okay. Now, Peter hit me up before and was like, "Yo, what's up?" And you know, I ain't here. 
skin. And you know how I am. I'm, I'm, I'm a ninja. You know, I wait till I'm called to assassinate. <laughs> well, Jeru, we're happy to have you here, man. First of all, um, I was thinking about you the other day because I was premier. Premier posted that little video with the the breakdown of how he did come clean. Yeah, yeah, the, the what's up joint. So yeah, what's up? Yeah, um, so what's up joint. And um, I guess Saif, I never realized that that chorus, that Onyx chorus, was something that Premier just always used as sort of like a DJ warm up thing. And then yeah, Jeru yeah, yeah. had the idea of like, let's flip that. I mean, right. obviously, it's such a. It's such a just knowing it from the J Ru song is just such a dope thing to scratch. Like there's some there's some things as a DJ, there's some things that that sound better to scratch than other things because there's no drum mm-hmm. on that particular part. So it gives you a better DJ element to just scratch the vocal. Mind you, it doesn't matter with Premiere because he scratched things that had full blown drums in it and still makes it sound incredible. Right. But that uh oh. Like it's just a dope ass noise to scratch. Let Let's start before that though, J. Ru. Um, where Where does uh Where does your hip hop story pre gangstar pre DJ premiere in the right. in the streets of Brooklyn begin? Right, man. I I was born hip hop. You know what I'm saying. But uh, the first my the oldest person that I know in in the music business as far as like um. As far as working with is PF Cut, mm. because um, wow. he did my first he did my first demo because the story is my mom's used to work for his pops back in the days. His pops owned the Italian restaurant on the corner called Leo's, and my mom's worked for Leo, so I knew PF like since we was like seven six years old. You know, um, so you just want to start up- you just want to start one up with a banger. I just, just want to start yeah, so- with a banger, <laughs> like. And I used to go with um, Blase Blase. Like, my real first experiences in the studio was with Blase Blase. He used to record at um, 12, 12, 1, 2. With, um, Whoa, Queen. Yeah, right? with, um, right, right, um, Paul C. Like, Paul C. was the engineer. Like, I knew Paul back when I was in uh, high school because I used to go up there with, with uh, Blase. With, uh, at the you time, his name was uh, MC. I went to Franklin K. Lane. Okay. I don't even know yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, Where's Franklin um, K. Lane? It's, it's it's on the border of uh, East New York and Queens. Actually, Spinderella went to that. My high school. Uh, that's where all the guys, like the the guys from like uh, Pink Houses, Cypress, all of these guys that you hear about, and all of these East stories on right in the East. So I went to that school, um, and yeah, I mean, I wasn't there that much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I went to Lane, so I know a lot of a lot of different dudes like um Eric Sermon's cousin Jamel. He went to that school. Um there's a lot of different, you know, people, I mean, I in the streets that, that yeah. went there. Now, so I think I cut you off. You were saying Blase's um real uh, name back then. Oh, he had it. his MC name is MC Loud. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, what what was your what was your name? Was your name always J Ru? Couldn't be. I mean, yeah, that's my name. Like, you know, if, if you know me from school, you just know me as this. Um, Wait, say it again. If you know your school, you know know you as what? If you know me from, if you know me, my name, you just know me as Jeru Davis. Like, on, on my government papers, it say Kendrick, but that's Guru fault because 
when when we first did the record, he put Kendrick on there. But no, my mother don't even call me Kendrick. Like my cousins, I got family members. They don't even know that's my name. They just know me as or Cheru or. And like I said, all through school, I was Jeru Davis. So everybody who know me, they just know Jeru. Is so, that um, that's your middle name? Yeah, that my, I got. I actually got a lot of people don't know. I got like five names. My name is Kendrick Jeru Michael Anthony Davis. Um, but all right. So this is how the Jeru thing is. See, uh, my dad, him and his friends, they they actually had like the first, pretty much the first Nia Bingy Rastafari organization in mm. New York City in Brooklyn one of the first and um my dad his name was kendrick but he had changed his name to jeru mm. and um because because he's a lot of around a lot of west indians when they say jeru they say jeru so that's why they call me jeru right and um i was never allowed. my auntie is the one when she was in the hospital my dad didn't get there in time and they had already like put like eight names on my birth certificate. My dad was like, yo, don't call him nothing but but Jay Rue. That's why I got so many names because I have a lot of aunties, right? So everybody was like, name this, name that, name that. And I'm the firstborn, wow. right? So it, it, it was <laughs> like a big thing. And my dad was like, man, do call him anything but Jeru. So I've always just been Jay Rue. And then West Indians, like I said, when they say Jeru, they say Rue, you know, right. not Jeru. So it's just Jay Rue and the streets and, you know. What was we 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 do some talk? I mean, if you're if you're from or spent time in New York, you know a little bit about East New York. Um, what was East New York back like though in the in the eighties? Because when I was growing up, um, you know, a lot of people try to say it's like like when they talk about the ghetto and the hood, they they always say it's like a, a jungle. It's not like the jungle because it's laws. You understand what I'm saying? Certain animals don't mess with certain animals. You know, right, everything right. has an order, right? But when I grew up, it was more like a zoo with no cages. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like alligators with rabbits. And, right, and right, you know right. what I mean? Things like that. Things that don't go next to each other. So, you know, it was either you was either predator or prey. And, that, and that's real, you know? And, like, I, I don't think I'm a tough guy. I never... Uh, tough guy but i was definitely out in the streets like a lot of people don't know like in the streets like most people if you was in the streets you knew me i knew you well so it was it was crazy because to answer your question i'll tell you something like this <laughs> one day i wake up and we hear news 10 10 wins my mom used to listen to 10 10 wins 10, a lot 10 of the times yeah. oh remember 10 10 wins <laughs> My so old school New York. <laughs> <laughs> 10, 10 wins. So my mom's listening to 10, 10 wins, and they say on, on New Lost Avenue, breaking news on New Lost Avenue, they found a box, and people are chopped up in the box. Mm, you understand wow. what I'm saying? Like, they got, that's what type in, a, in the banking lot. That was my cousin. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, her landlord wanted her out, and so they got him killed, chopped up, put in boxes, and sat him on the lot. You know, you never knew. You never knew when you was gonna. Every second could be your last second. You know what I mean? And I and I grew up in it. You know, I was really in the street. Like you know, a lot of dudes be talking like all of that crime and all of that. Like I was doing crime for real. Like like not. I'm not gonna reveal. But the 75th precinct is one of the most notorious precincts. Yeah, there's a there's a documentary about that. All right, they had a task force for me and my man. You know what I'm saying? Just specifically for us. Yeah. I'm not for what, but you know, so like that's why when I 
came out my record. I never glorified it because I was I was growing into a, a, a different person. Yeah. But I knew the streets, so that's why that's why I was never afraid to say what I wanted to say. And 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 Sykes, you know, if you see me, Peter, if you see me, percent of the time I'm by myself. Always. Always. I, I'm by myself. I move, and I and that's how I always move. I would move man I fool and that was pretty much it and that's because that was my crime from the hood I'm saying but so I knew that's why I say I would pop off and say whatever I was saying it was youthful it was arrogant and all that but I was from the I was from the the, the East New York like so crazy growing up in those days where like you were in the streets you were doing dirt you were doing crime or whatever it was but then you were also getting knowledge yourself dropping bombs like I could always, I always imagine what it was like. Cause I was, I'm a little bit younger. I always imagine right. how, like five percent is Nation of Islam, Rastas, um, what's the other group? The Michael York, the the Doctor York, oh, 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 the Ansars. Ansars. <laughs> I can always imagine street corners back then, where it's like we're doing crime, but we're also building. And 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 adding knowledge to uh, individuals and say it had to be a crazy time in in history. Well, and you all, it also kind of was reflected, Jeru, on the the person that I know as you because when I listened to your music when you first came out, it was the shit was definitely grimy and you could definitely right. feel the street presence. And then by the time I got to know you, you were you were already at the stage where you were. Um, you know, grabbing a camera and starting to take pictures and, and really being right. kind of an artsy dude. So it's interesting that you say that as you were becoming an artist, that was the period when you were changing from sort of a street dude to an artist. Right. It's, and it's, it's, you know, it's, and, and, and I wasn't changing from a street dude to an artist because I was always an artist and, and I'm always going to be a street dude to a <laughs> right. I was growing as a man. Right. You understand man. what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And, right. and, and that's what it is. You see, we get we twenty one, we twenty, we we twenty five. We think you understand what I'm saying, but in in the scheme of the world and knowing you you still a child. Yeah, you, you know you spent your formal years. You say if you twenty, you spent most of that time at home. Even if you was in the street, you still yeah. wasn't really paying no rent. Some of us was, right? You know you what I mean? I mean, I, right? You wasn't. You was you was in a small world. Yeah. You hadn't even really been outside the world. Google RIP. I got to give a shout out to Preen. You know those brothers changed my life because, and that's and that's another thing. Like in my household, you know, I I didn't grow up. I got I grew up with mad love. You understand what I'm saying? I wasn't one of them kind of kids who went home and I didn't want to go home. Right. It was it was crazy. I could go home. That was hazing. You know what I mean? I could go and 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 get in the crib and. I got his, and my mother, she always would make sure that we experimented and tried new things. It was always, we would always go to our cousins in Florida in the summer. She sent us to summer camp in the summer, sleepaway camp. I didn't want to go. I wanted to be on the block with the dudes, but I learned how to canoe and archery and all of that type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Not things even that, that I wasn't going to get. Just connecting with people from other places. Like, That's, and, and how all many of niggas that, you, know, you know in Brooklyn never left Brooklyn to this day. And, and that's something that she wanted. She didn't want us to be right. Yeah. So she would always times we we come to her job. She'd be like, meet me at work. She'll have a little bag packed, and we like, what what we doing? She'll take 
she won't say nothing. We'll just end up on, on Grand Central 42nd at the Greyhound. You know what I'm saying? And we and we on our way to DC to go to the Smithsonian for the weekend and uh, go and check out the uh, Aerospace Museum and things like that. Cause she used to always tell us, she said, Look, you in the hood, you not the hood. You understand what I'm saying? So she used to always put that in. She would never let us say, Oh, I don't eat that or I don't like that. Like, How do you know? Have you tried it? Oh and and I'd be like, nah, she's like, All right, so try it out. If you like it, you got something new you like. If you don't like now you have the knowledge that you don't like that. And you can really say that. You gained either way. So Did when you do Guru, that for my kids now. <laughs> uh, I mean, you just got listen, you just gotta tell them. You know, it's it's hard. And so that's why I think Google premiere because in nineteen ninety two is the first time I ever Berlin. Now I live here. You know what I'm saying? Like I live down the street from where they say, yo, don't walk over there, don't go. You know, I was in '92. I was drinking Becks in Bremen, where they make Becks from. I was, I was in, I was in Sweden and and and, and, and all of these places. I was the first place I ever went was Finland, Helsinki, Finland. The first place. Now we talking about 1992. We talking 30 years ago. We was the only brothers there. Like yeah. it was so crazy that I could literally go outside the hotel. Dudes could be gone. I could go outside the hotel. And I could see these dudes all the way down the block because they the only black little spots. You know what I'm saying? I could walk up to any stranger on the street. They didn't have to know me or nothing. Like, did you see my friends? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, we saw them over there. You know what I mean? It was like that. It was like people's volunteer information be like, oh, you looking for the other two black guys? They over there. You know what I'm saying? So, and it taught me. It taught me how to, to interact differently with people because, see, my with people, I was never raised. I was never raised in 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 a hate whitey type way or nothing like that. Because I wasn't raised in hate. I went to a lot uh, of people don't know. I, I I went to private school, and, and when I was growing up, I went to church school. You know what I'm saying? They thought I was gonna be a preacher, like things like that. But 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 you get that from the hood. You growing up and and being the only interactions you have with certain white individuals was the police. You understand what I'm saying? Because yeah. And, and this is the thing about East New York. My family was one of the first black families to move into that neighborhood because East New York was all Italian. Yeah, mm. yeah. East New Irish. York was all Italian. Italians, Irish. Actually, that's where the real Murder, Inc. is from. Like, all of those real mafia, mm. the real mafia, John. My mother went to high school with John and Franklin K. Lane. That's who else went to Lane. Yeah. Franklin K. Lane, John Gotti. <laughs> so, so and, and, and like, all of these famous mafia families, all in East New York, they all own the pizzerias down down a block right. and around the corner. Like if, if you um, they had back in the days the pizza connection where it was all of these things through these pizzerias where they were smuggling drugs and all that. That was all around the way. I know the dude from one of the pizzerias. They kidnapped his daughter, you know, and all that. So my uncles used to get chased home from school every day when they first moved over there because it was right. it was race wars and all of that type stuff. But then they start to know. And they like, oh, the Davises are good. My mother was the, the Girl Scout leader, the kids and all that. So it was kind of like, a, a, we were good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, we don't really mess with black people like that, but they good. And then the neighborhood started to change and it, it started to become very Puerto Rican. And so, and, 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 and all different types of people. Like people don't know, my family is very diverse. Like you might not know it by looking at them, but my, my father's real name is Ricardo. You know what I'm saying? My grandfather's name is Jose, right? My grandfather was born in Cuba. I have cousins from Panama, Costa Rica, all types of things like that. So I have a diverse family. So it was never taught 
to hate anybody, but you learn that hatred from the street. You understand what I'm saying? You you learn that. And the only reason that you got to be pro-black is because people are anti-black. You understand mm. what I'm saying? You get taught that. As a kid, you don't know that. Right. So I, I felt that energy. And, and, and to this day, I still know that. Look, it's, it's a target on your back, regardless. It's just a social system. You got to realize America was designed in that way. And that's all it is. America is a, 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 a country that was built on genocide and slavery, right? Bro, That's wow, just the yeah. bottom line. It's, yep. it's, what it is. It is the actual foundation of the country. People are like, oh, everybody's wilding. Like, no, 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 no. This the is what it was supposed to be. Wild. Right. Yeah. This was right. the foundation. What type of what type of crazy person was like? I have nothing in my country. I'm gonna sail across the ocean with nothing and try to figure it out. That's a nutcase. How about a this? Wild nutcase. How about this? The people who came, they wasn't even volunteers. It was like criminals and all type of stuff <laughs> like that. Like yeah. you go as twenty weeks yeah. across the ocean yeah. and y'all over there and do whatever you gonna do. Yeah. So it, just like Australia and all of these. Yeah. That are founded by criminals and, yeah. and killers. You know what I mean? I, come on. We talk about America, 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 400 years old. And don't get me wrong. I love being American. I'm yeah, happy in my situation in life. But this is the reality of, it's, it's of the things. And the reality, it, yeah. right. And the reality is that it was people already there. You can't discover something that people was already there and thriving and living. And we don't see none of those people now. The people that was actually there. Where are they? They should be everywhere. You That's know what I'm crazy. saying? That's you crazy. don't see none of them. The natives, you don't see them. They were there. They've been there because they got killed. They got everything taken. New York, Brooklyn, those was all natives. Manhattan, those was all natives. They say so. And I'm saying all this to say an idea of life. And I had to keep going because. You in America, you in a box. And that's what traveling is. And that's why I was saying about Guru and Premier going back to that is that they took me outside of that so that I could see the interaction with well, people go, go in into other that, places. Go, go into meeting them. That's what that's, yeah, so, you know, that's the shit we need to oh, know. So, yeah. So, what's well, that? I how met, does it happen? I met, I met Guru first because um, I went to high school with my man, my man, Shab, Sandro Castro. But, you know, because Gangstar, a lot of people don't know, Gangstar different incarnations. Guru and Premier is the last incarnation of Gangstar. But right. before that, it was Big Sugar, Guru. They the ones who really started Gangstar. Big right. Sugar, Guru, and one of their other homeboys. That was that was Gangstar. Right. And then Sugar went to prison. So Guru was like, he gonna do his thing. So he had other dudes. And one of the dudes he was rocking with, a dude, Smitty, him and my man Shad is cousins. I believe. So when he came to New York, you know, he had Said, oh, yeah, my man, he going to be rapping, bye, bye, bye. You know how that is. And moved to New York, and he was out. And so he started hanging out with my man, Little Dad, Tommy Hill, and Gus Morin. And that's how I, I, I got to know Guru through them. Because okay, me, I really. Listed, you just listed shout outs from, like, Soliloquy of Chaos songs. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I love that's, that. So, 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 so that's everybody. So I was still, but me, I was still, like, I could always rhyme, but I was into more, like, digging pockets and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like going up on the Ave or going to the Deuce. So I was doing doing what I was doing. I was rhyming. And then uh, it was the Manifest video when I really had to kick it with, with uh, Guru and them. So I was like, Manifest what, 88? Mm. Right. Like, so that was like wow. 88. Yeah. If you, if you look at the Manifest video, I'm in there dancing. I got a big flat. 
Like, what? Remember, that's, that's when dancing was cool, man. Wow. When the used to dance. But uh, it's it's so that's cool now. I like it. And that's and that's and that's wow, and that's four years. Video. That's like three, four years before I'm the man, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's after the manifest video, because PF he did my he did my demo in like I think it was probably like eighty six, eighty seven. So then I went because I was never, but they was like, "Yo, come come hang wow. out the video, whatever." So then and I so we start kicking it, and then um. The way I got cool with, with Premier is because I still had I still had, so he's like yo let let me hear your tape I'll get the tape for you from the uh the studio it was at Firehouse it was I think it was at Firehouse because you know it was two two main studios at the time that was really cracking it was Firehouse and it was such a sound in Brooklyn so we used to record in them spots I think it was Firehouse with with Urim, um who who I did my first demo so I got the we got the 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 uh, Prem Prem actually gave me the bread to get the the tape, but it was the tape was all messed up, right? Because you know back in the days we used to have them thick tapes. They wasn't stored properly. They would crumble up if they wasn't used. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If so, you had to bang and do all that. So he's like, "Yo, what we gonna do? We gonna make a a a demo one day, blah blah blah." But in the meantime, I start hanging out with Guru a lot. You know what I'm saying? It used to be me, Dap, and Google just, just kicking it, just hanging out. You know, cause it was like, it was the street vibe, like the East New York vibe. Cause when we, we go out, I knew a lot of people. Dap knew a lot of people, so we was able to Where move a little Dapp? bit differently. Dap, Dapp went to high school. You too, or no? Dap, Dap is from my hood. Me, Dap, all of, like all them East New York dudes. We all grew up together. Grew up right. with Dap. Like my sister and Gus sister was in the same class in third grade like things like that you know what i'm saying we hung out we knew the same people we knew the same dudes so like we would all hang out that was that was the hood like so all the people most of the people that used wait wait billy billy can you pull up the uh what's the album cover with with the gangster with all the people on the back is that um uh, oh you're talking about uh, with the one that's hard to earn the star in the back yeah, not step in the arena. The album after that, Daily Operation. Daily Operation. Yeah. Give me a favor, bro. You don't understand, man. Gangstar, Premier Guru, you Group Home, like it made me, man. It made me. It it it's all the. It music, made me too. <laughs> the music I used to listen to, like I thought the only reason why I DJ, right? Because I wanted to be a producer. And right. I thought you had to be a DJ to be a producer. I thought you had to be Pete Rock, right. Premier. You know what I mean? So, like, I only taught myself how to DJ because I thought it was necessary to be a producer. Right. Can you name all these people? Is anybody to get closer? Or Hold up. Yep, I got you. Name, all right, so... name all these people. All right, so the first dude standing right in front of the star, that's... um. Mr. Dave, then below him is my DJ Tommy Hill. Next to Mr. Dave on the right is me, my man Dre Large. That's my cousin Mano, Robin Hood, Premier. Um, next to Premier is my man Rob. Next to Mr. Dave in the green jacket is uh, Sincere. That's Rob's brother. Then I got my man Sean Guru. Let me see who that. That's Gordon uh, below Guru. That's Nutcracker next to uh, Guru, and that's my man Mike Rome. Hello. Now, who's Tommy Hill? He was a DJ. 
Tommy Hill was the dude who introduced me and, and um Tommy Hill is the dude who actually introduced me to Guru. And actually, and I tell you a story, Tommy Hill and Gusmo and and Dap are the ones who got Premier and Guru together because Guru used to be on a record label called Wild Pitch. Wild Pitch of course. Yeah. And so the story is like this, and they used to be up there a lot with our finesse and all of those dudes. And, and um, they was going through a box of tapes. It was a box of tapes. Cause you know, people used to send in their tapes in order, in order to, you know, get a record deal. And they heard the tape and they had an MC and Premier was scratching. And my man, Tommy Hill and them was like, yo, forget the MC and get the DJ. <laughs> and that's what happened. They, it, uh, they they made the call next day or whatever. Premier came up, and that's how Gangstar became together as you know it today. Wow. I mean, I know the story of Guru hearing the tape in the Wild Pitch office, but I didn't know that was Tommy Hill and them who heard the tape, and Tommy yeah. Hill and Gus and mm-hmm. Dap, and they was like, "Yo, check this out." You know what I'm saying? And yeah, so so Tommy but, Hill, that's my man from the hood. He DJ for me for years. You know, that's my DJ. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tommy Hill, Augusto, they like that's the hood. Like we all grew up together. Like me, Tommy Hill, we went we went to Lane together. You know, and we went to Lane yeah. with all of the dudes. Like my man, uh, Tehran, R.I.P. That's Dumb. you know, Tut's brother. Um, a lot of the dudes from 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 like the hood. Like like I said, our school was mostly Bro, it was the. A- there's a song on Daily Operation called Soliloquy of Chaos. If you never heard it, Juan oh. fans, you have you put to that have. song on. It is a beautiful day right. in the life uh, moment. Like Guru's explaining all the things he does before they get to the show and then they go to the show. And like all these names you're saying are like just hit me in the head. Like, right. Are you playing it? Play oh, he's playing it now. Right. Here we go. I'll give you a little taste. That's everybody. That's all the dudes. Yeah. <laughs> That's so dope, bro. Yo, by the uh, way, silly show. question. What, uh, is Gordon, Gordon, who's still with Premier? Um, I I don't know what Gordon is cooking now. But it but you the but, but but Gordon who is with Premier for all those oh, years yeah. later. Right, right. Gordon, Gordon, they still still everybody's still around. You know, I don't see dudes that much. I talk to Prem every now and then. I talk to I see Gordon on IG, you know, everything is on Instagram now. So um, but yeah, everybody's still around. You know, you know, we fifty and change now. You know what I'm saying? Well, me, yeah. I'm fifty right now. You know what I'm saying? We've been it's, when it's was been your birthday? Years. Uh, February fourteenth. Oh wow! You know Valentine's Day. Yes, because and, and so, um, you're from a house of love. That's right. You know, that's I mean, why I used I used to call myself the Fat Mac 
You know, that's why in one song, Guru says, here comes my man, the Fat Mac. You know, you wow. know, we get blazed because he got the fat sack. Like, <laughs> that's that's the difference. Like, rap was real back then. Yo, you know okay, so, so like, we got we to gotta figure we out. We about what we was doing. <laughs> we got to figure out, Syph, we got to get, get yeah, us to, get, get to, us to yeah. here, uh, J. Rue. Get us here. Uh, all right. <laughs> I say people, people. That's my joint, too. <laughs> I say people, people. So, Come on. So, so take us there. The way I'm the man came about is because, all right, so we was hanging out for years, you know, and I was in the studio when a lot of different songs was going on. And and, and it was just come. It was like one day you're going to be ready. You know what I'm saying? Like you just going to wait. You wish we just you just waiting. You know, it's different. Like today, I didn't say nothing to nobody. Like I could do this. I could do that. Dudes knew. And me and Guru and, and, and dad, what we would do is we would just get mad drunk and high and we would we would practice rhyming but we would play a game where you had to somebody would call out a group and you had to rhyme like that person like they might be like rakim and then you had to rhyme like rakim they'd be like kane you had to rhyme like kane the oh. epmd one person be like eric one person be like paris so we used to just do that all the time and, and doing your own doing your own verses or doing your own verses yeah you had to do like Right, you had to do their style because at that time it was everybody had their own style. It ain't right. like how it because anything else was biting, right, right? Right. So you had to do your own rhyme, but you had to sound like them. So that's, that's what we used to do to sharpen our skills. And then we was talking about it, and we was and we was talking about it, and we like, yo, one day we're gonna do a joint, and but we're gonna change every time we come, the beat gun change. You understand what I'm saying? Because it's going to be wow. like, you got your own record. And it just came to the time where I'm the man. It was time for I'm the man. And um, we was listening to some stuff. And, and you know, Prem, and that's when they, uh, you, it's a jazz musician. His name is Branford Marcellus. Yep. yep. And um, and Premier, I used to babysit his kid and all that because Premier and Guru was living in his house. Mm -hmm. Like he, because when uh, they did the jazz thing, they worked with Branford and they became tight. Yeah. So they end up, Branford moved was moving out of his house, so he gave him the crib. That's what we used to call that the group home. It was this big duplex in downtown Brooklyn, and Guru was downstairs and Premier was upstairs. So I went upstairs to Premier. He had his little room on the side, and um, you know, we just listened to we just listened to a bunch of stuff, and then we heard and then we heard the the Miles Davis joint. I believe it is. I think who is it? I'm just, I can't remember now. But the doom, 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 doom. Because that's how it was. Like, a lot of people. Here we go. Yeah, it is. And also on the set from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, we got my man J. Rude the Damager. Yo, tell him why you got it, man. I'll tap your jaw. You probably heard it before. Step to the battle of my apple. My words are more drugstore with more dope bombing door. Not partial to beef the cheap ambassador. Niggas get mad because they can't score like a wild west flick. They wish to shoot up my door, but I insight to riot. Don't even try it. Walk up chunks of crab kids. Keep quiet. Like I said before, I tap your snatch hoard. Kill suckers and boys. Bigger style you said was yours. Money grip, wanna flip, but your fist. House the mic like your hooker and did tricks on the bitch 
Dirty Rotten Scoundrel, and my name is Javu. Utilizing my skills in 92. MC step up in mobs to defeat us when we rock knots and got props like Norm oh, Peterson. Peterson. Lots of friends, lots of fun, lots of beers. Got the skills, clean so we'll always get cheers. Troop on like a trooper, no tears for fears. <laughs> I'ma get mine, cause the crew will get, get theirs. Cut you up like Edward Scissorhand. You know the program. I'm, I'm the, the motherfucking, motherfucking man. man. Woo. Wow. You know. my air horn and, right now. And, and you wow. know, and, and, and if you notice, like when my first rhymes, it was that was just street shit. I first yeah. start off talking about I tap your jaw. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause that's that's what we was on, that's what we was living. And like I said, no, I'm not a tough guy. I'm not none of that. You know what I'm saying? But I was just, I was just, it was either like when we was growing up, it was predator or prey. And don't get me wrong, anybody who ever, any guy who's from the street say he was never prey is a liar. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you're going you gonna to take losses. If, you, if you're going to be a boss, you're going to take losses. If you're going to be a G, you're going to take losses. You're going to get it. I had a few losses, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and that was just part of it. But that, that, that's what alleviates the fear. You see what I'm saying? Because when you never lose, that's what happens to like all of these rich people who they lose their money and they jump out the window. Or, or boxers who so nice, they never get hit. And the first time they get socked real hard, it's the end of their career, mm-hmm. right? Because they yeah. don't know what it's like to feel that pain mm-hmm. and take that loss, right? So, you know, I'm a, I've been, I took hits, you know what I'm saying? I took hits, I've been knocked down, all that. Because it's not about being knocked down, it's about getting up. Yo, you understand what I'm it's saying? So, Saif, it's so real on a personal level. I, I, was, I, saw, I did a little interview with someone yesterday and they were, we were talking about life stuff. And I was saying how, like, the, the last few years where I went through stuff, went through a divorce, it really was, and I'm not trying to compare, you know, getting socked in the street to getting a divorce. They're, they're both horrible in different ways. But that right. L, when you take a, I left, I lived a very privileged life. So that first right. L of, like, no, you cannot have this thing you want anymore that was yours. Yeah. This was, it's not yours. It's over. You're, you have to restart. That L stings so bad that when you eventually come out of it, you do have a different sense of like, oh, I'm good. I can do. You're invincible. I, I'm kind of invincible. <laughs> like you survive. When you learn to survive, it's a game changer. Oh, there's, people, there's people who took the same L as you, and and off themselves. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's that painful that they couldn't even live. And, yeah. and by and the way, I get alive, it. You're like, I'm the man. Yo, Listen, and like, I hear y'all. I can see how a bad life and event can send you down the complete. It could yeah. be the beginning of you ending up in crazy land. 100%. And yo, J. Rue, I'm sure you saw it with, with cats Listen. you came up with who were doing great and were having their moment. When shit started Listen. to go, they couldn't adapt. Listen, listen, my, myself, you know, I had, a, I had a period where I was all the way up here. You understand what I'm saying? And then because of my actions, because things, I got knocked down. Now, if I was a lesser man... I could have been like, yo, what am I going to do? What am I going to, am I going to go to this? But because I took L's before and I know how to handle an L, I just pivot. You understand what I'm saying? And that's what you got to do. Let me tell you, let me tell you what taught me. This was, was, was one of been probably my greatest loss in the street is when it was February 13th, 1988. The day, day before your birthday. So well, the day before my birthday, the day before my 17th birthday, I got jumped. They had a big, a big gang in, in, in New York at the time. They had the Decepticons, all that different. I was in Bushwick. It was with, I was with me. I was with my man E. I was with, a, it was a couple of us. 
I got, I, we got, they was trying to rob us or whatever. Mobbed out, whatever situation, dudes broke out, blah, 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 blah. I get caught up. I get beat up. I get beat up. I get beat up. I'm, when I say beat up, one eye open, one eye closed, teeth broke in the back, all of that. Jesus. Um, and um, after that, though, it was like, I could take that. What can one person do to me? What right. can two people do to you? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the only thing after that is death. You understand what I'm saying? That's why. That's why they say the samurai. He 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 come to terms with death. He come to terms with dying. Because and don't get me wrong. Nobody want to die. Yeah, I don't right. want to die. Yeah. But you understand what I'm saying? But once you you gotta you gotta take losses in order because a loss is not really a loss. It's a lesson. You understand what I'm saying? It's a lesson. It's a and that's that's what I say. An L for. I don't take it for an L for loss. It's an L for a lesson. Because you learn, you learn how to move, you learn how to adapt, you learn how to feel the pain. Because I'm going to ch check this out. If you really think about it, you think of your whole life, all the most painful moments. And when I mean physical pain, hurt, fall down, broke, you don't even remember what that feels like. If I try to tell you, remember what that exact pain feel like, you can't remember that. You can't picture that. Right. Even if you broke your arm or whatever, you know the psychological feeling, right. but the actual physical feeling, you don't even know what that feel like. You know what I'm saying? That's that's all. Everything else is everything is in the mind. So, and I learned that. Like I said, you know, you got to take those losses. A person, a person who ever say, "Oh, that's why I know they fake." Any any dude from the street, I ain't never been took a loss. Nah, you fronting. Yeah. The most gangsterous gangsters take a loss. You understand what I'm saying? This, and this, I, go ahead. This is a this is a, a this is a very special episode. Of, of Juan Eben is getting very philosophical and very life lesson-y but I have hip hop nerd questions. I do it. I need answers. Oh, see, because we do gotta it, do it. We so so I, I really enjoy that we're doing both. By the way, though, stuff. So I love that we're getting the history and the life philosophy all together. But you you just played I'm the man, right? Mm -hmm. By the way, that's eight, that um, that's released in May '92. Is Daily Operation '92? Yeah, it's Daily Operation. I'm the man, and that's the first time I heard. The simpty noise. <laughs> that, that noise became very relevant in my life because I went to school for engineering, so I learned exactly nice. what it was. Oh, but, go ahead and right. explain what it is because I don't know. Okay, simpty, simpty stands for, it's like an acronym. It's, uh, it's like S-M-P-T-E, simpty. It's like S-T-M-P-E. Yeah, synchronization, motion picture, something. It's like. Is the way that it was a, a digital code on the tape. So like the right. tape for twenty four tracks, and it's like it's like the tone of Serato. You know how Serato tone is like yes. that noise. Mm -hmm. It's the same same idea. It exactly. was this noise that you had to like when I was an engineer. You put the tape on the reel, and you have to run that noise from beginning to end. So the tapes were I think fifteen minutes long. Usually right. you get like three songs on a tape roughly, but you had to lay that sound. So on the 24th track, you laid that that sound. Now, when people say they had 24-track studio, one track was automatically taken off because you had to put the sympathy. Now, right. that noise would trigger other machines to start at a certain time. It was really used for, like, movie and putting the score to movie. So the movie would be playing... And then that machine would play, and then machines would start at certain points of that code. 
But it's, it's basically true. a way for machines to talk to each other. It's a yeah. digital. It's it's for digital. It's it's a way for analog to talk to digital. Right. Mm. But then, but then, but then in the studio, you always know you keep track twenty four down because that noise was on there. But mm-hmm. Premiere put it up for that track, like as a, like a like an interlude kind of noise. So it was right. the sound between the verses, right? Right, between it's verses, all, because because it's also on the sunrise. The whole tape, yeah. Right, it's on the whole tape. The 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 synthy, because it if, if, like Cypher was saying, without without the synthy noise, the tapes can't talk to the other equipment. Yeah, like you know the what tape I'm saying? Would start the MP3, um, the um, the MPC. So like at, you know, at 30 seconds of this code on the tape, the MPC would start, and the and the beat would start recording or whatever other keyboards you had hooked up or whatever. It's kind of like MIDI. It, it's it's like the it's like the caveman yeah, version of MIDI. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so for that yeah. noise, fa- like used to fascinate me. I was like, "What is that noise?" Like, and it was right before your part came on in the song. But those Gangstar albums, man, of the world to me. So then, you're so were you on tour with them? Like I went I, the first the first tour I went on was '92 when I did "I'm the Man." That's like I said, that's the first time I came to hell. For that, Helsinki feeling right. I would, I would carry, I would carry. You know, that's when it was called paying dues. Yeah. You know, before the internet and all that, you carry records, you carry, yep. you carry stuff, and that, that's when I went, I went on my like. We used to go on our boosting tour. Me and Dak, my man, go and shout out. We used to go on the international boosting tour because we was, we still kids from the East New York, right? We twenty one years old, right? We from the hood, and we like. We and we in malls out in the middle of nowhere with like no security and all that. We like, oh my God, Ralph Lauren store, no security. Like we was fresh every night. We come back off tour with mad clothes and it wasn't even like New York. You didn't even have to be sneaky about it. You, yo, I swear to God, one time we in the store, the chick helps Gordon put an extra pair of pants on the hanger. She don't even know what's going on. She helps him. She like, oh, you having problems with that? Because what, what we used to do is he used to put like two pairs of pants on the hanger. You go in the joint, you you take off one pair, you put it on, you put your other joints on, you come out, you know, you hang the joint one, back yeah. up. She helps him out. We like, oh my God. Yo, one time we was in the mall. It's like a, a Ralph Lauren hat. It's like sitting on a display, like right there. And we all talking, bye, bye, bye. And we just in the middle of the mall. It's like, you know how when you're walking through the mall, they have little things set up that's in the store. But so it's a little hat right there. I turn one second, next second, I turn around, the hat is gone. I'm like, damn, one of them niggas is fast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we used to have, oh, uh, man, we had so much fun. So wait, you so your days of- would be your days would be just boosting at different malls, and then you'd help bring the stuff to, in the show. And then you bring the stuff to the show, help out, come out and do your joint. Now, would you also ad-lib throughout the night, or you kind of just do your joint, oh, that's it? We was doing ad-lib. Once you come out, because we had, we would set the show up. Like So once after you get on stage, then that's you, you on stage for the rest of the night. You okay. understand oh, what I'm oh, saying? Oh. And then you do your ad-libs, and you do, you you, you know... So it was like, like, it was it was real training. You understand what I'm saying? And the first, the first tour, check this out. The first real tour I was on, like the first tour, it was the EPMD tour. It was it was EPMD. Um, it was a, it was EPMD Redman, uh, Dos Effects. You know the whole Hit Squad, Death Squad, and uh, the, I, and the way that tour started off, I'll never forget it. They were shooting the Headbanger video, the Headbanger. The headbanger. We went to the headbanger video. Mm. We kicked it for a few minutes. We jumped in our van 
and we drove we drove off and they finished the video and they met us and this is the time gangstar was was small time right so we had the van we had the fantastics but it was a fly van like fantastic. they had the pilot oh remember the fantastic had the pilot seats the tvs <laughs> you know it's pimped out and then so we had that it was me that shook premier and um guru and, and that was it so we had the fantastics and we would drive and then we drove and they met us or whatever. And like I said, we would stop, we would stop, we would stop at malls and shit. And it was just, it was crazy. It was like, yo, that's, that's what really helped my mind. Like it helped me to pivot a little in a different direction. Cause I was like, cause I'll tell you a story. The last time I ever did, uh, well, I'm not gonna say that I ever did a crime, but that I did the type of crimes that I was doing was it was a show at Mars. Remember Mars? Um, up there on uh, the West Side Highway or whatever. So um, it was a show there. It was a gangstar show. So I wanted to go get some money during the day. So me and Afu, we went on Jamaica Ave. He's like, yo, we going to go catch a pocket. So we went up there, boom. Wow. And um, so we went, boom. We, 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 we catch the pocket, whatever, boom. And money started chasing us because usually money is knocked out, but money didn't get knocked out. So... Money, he he, like, hey, hey, hey. So people start chasing us. Boom, boom. So we get away. But when we finally get, we jump into a dollar van. That's how we make our skate. We switch up, boom, boom, boom. We jump into a dollar van. We get into the dollar van. We kicking it. And we pull out what we got. Yo, why? It's a badge in, 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 in the wallet. Uh-oh. It's a badge. Money was a cop. And, um, and good thing he ain't shoot us, right? He was an off-duty cop. Good thing he ain't shoot us. And, and secondly, good thing we got away. Cause I wouldn't be here today, most likely. It's a lot of things I wouldn't be here today, most likely. Trust me. You know, like I said, we was getting into like I was really in the street. Like I said, a lot of people don't know that about me. Cause I'm not like, oh, this is but you know, we was playing with the guns and all of that type stuff, and you know, getting shootouts and craziness, you know, just for no reason. But that's the last time I said, you know what? I came to do my verse at, at, at the Mars. And I was like, yo, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna do that no more. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna just focus on rapping. And then soon after that, we went on tour. And yeah, I, I never I never went back to that except for when I was on tour. You know what I'm saying? And, and other little stuff, like other little scuffles and things like how that on the people, road. How many people would be on tour? So you got Premier, you got Guru, then you it got just you used to be Dap. me, Dap, Suge, and Gordon. That was the first run. That was you know okay. That's that's who the essential tour is. So right. like, if you go in far from Brooklyn, those that's the that's the the uh the main right. crew. But like, right. we get in the Jersey. How that's many people? The whole Brooklyn. The, the that's whole everybody Brooklyn. that is shouted out. Any any anybody who could get anybody who could get there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Five cars, six cars, ten cars. If it's someplace we could drive, even if it's Philly. If you can, if you can get your hotel and all of that, and some dudes gonna crash in rooms, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it could be, it could be 30, 40 dudes. How far? Easy. How far before the crew starts breaking up? I say, once you hit DC, then it's then a lot of the dudes start falling. Some, off. some, some, some dudes get lost. Some dudes are run out of gas on some dumb shit, or they tire get flat, or or somebody gets into an argument and niggas want to get out the car and fight, you know, because it's, it's hood dudes, right? So you got hood dudes riding. So, you know, things like that happen. Like one night we out, we riding, and, 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 and Gore and Premier get into it. 
Then dudes are gassing. All right, come on. We got to get out. Now dudes got to fight. And all this crazy, you know, like we young, we kids, right? And we still on that, you know, this is what we about. You know, this is, but so it, we used to, we used to roll deep. You know what I'm saying? Like we used to, we used to, I was there, you know, I seen a lot of things. Like I, I seen a lot of things like um, the new music seminar. Like I was there when, uh, when Ice Cube had beef and they had the Booyah tribe and all that. Yeah, I was yeah. there. I saw a lot of stuff like, a lot of people don't know this. I'm gonna give you real hip hop history. Here we go. When, 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 um, and this is gonna blow people's minds right now. Welcome to when Nas, when, 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 when Nas did the Illmatic album, for all of the songs Premier produced, I was in every session. It just used to be me, Nas, and Premier for most of those sessions. Prem used to come scoop me. We used to go get Nas from Queensbridge, and then we used to go to DD. I used to roll. Nas be writing, Premier, Premier make the beat. The car, which car was this? Which Premier vehicle was this? The MPV. MPV was this time. Mm. The MPV. That wow. was the, the beginning. It was the MPV. So like, like I was, and I was still in, I was still in my projects. Like we was, this was project to project. I didn't even have a record out of nothing. Yeah. It was just, I didn't even have. Why, why, you, a, why were you the one to go with Premier? Why did he like you in the studio? Akaram, um, I'm a, I'm a cool ass motherfucker. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. Like, that's just, that's my bro. That's how it was down. Like, it, it was, you know, if you know me, you, I, I have a lot of jokes. I have a lot of humor with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm a humorous individual. Like, you know, and I'm fun to be around. Call, certain people you call for certain things. So I'm, I'm, like, I'm fun to be around. I'm level headed. You know what I'm saying? Daytime dude. Right. And, but this was night. This is we would we would do out this the sessions would be from like most sessions that we did, we didn't do sessions in the day mostly. Right. We did our sessions from like midnight till the next morning, from nine, eight o'clock till nine, eight o'clock the next morning. That's how we would roll. Oh, so roll, these would be like up, and you drive to Queensbridge. Right, grab Nas. And then we drive back to D D, we get our trees or whatever. I have something rolled up in the car. Like, you know, while we going, cause you know, it's, 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 I'm a good, I'm gonna say this about myself. I think I'm a good all around person. You understand what I'm saying? Because I can be street as fuck, but I'm very knowledgeable and I'm level headed. You know what I'm saying? If, if it's time for it to pop, then it's going to pop. But I could also say, you know what, let's, let's work this out. Let's yeah. figure it out. You know what I'm saying? And in a, in a way and in a manner, I'm going to see what's going on. You know what I mean? Like I said, because I've been in the street. So, yeah, I mean, Preen, that's just my dude. You know what I mean? Always and forever, no matter what little. Because as 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 youth, as men, you're going to get into shit with motherfuckers that you grew up with. You know what I'm saying? And your boys and y'all going to have different agreements. And as youth, you ain't really going to know how to handle it the way you should handle it. Because I say to me personally, the way we handle a lot of things with the whole, with me, Premier, Google, us, all of us in general, we handle things like children. We could have had way more success because, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love my life. You understand what I'm saying? I get up, my day is riding my bike with my girl to the center of town and getting a cafe latte with soy milk. You know what I'm saying? And going to bed when I want to go to bed and getting up when I want to get up. So life is beautiful. I, I, but I think we could have handled things in a more strategic manner, but I think we were all just youth. You understand what I'm saying? And our egos, everybody had the ego, right? That's so like- if, so. we, if, we saw, if I ran into Nas, 
he, you think he would remember that it was you that was in the one hundred thousand. One hundred thousand percent. Now it's my wow. man. Hundred. So, it's not like I. It's not like I was. Um, you know, like an invisible dude. Like Nas. Well, Nas and also, but, but, but here's the. We listen to the. But here's the part we got to get the, into. Um, here's here's where we got to get to the come clean of it because Safe. Let's not forget, like there was a time where you both were two of. The most that was the same time, and y'all were the he hottest. Did Nas album first, and, and y'all were in the same. Y'all were in the same air of like hot young New York. These are right. cats who have the streets. So when did yeah. you? When did you start recording? Um, Come clean. I know. I know. Come clean ended up being thrown on that. Um, the Guru Payday compilation, the Ill Kid shit. The Ill Kid sampler, right? That was our joint that we decided because this story about Come Clean is nobody will fuck with it. They, they didn't like it. I would take it to all the record labels. They was like, and we don't hear it. We we not feeling it. So we was like, yo, goo, you know what I'm saying, son? Um, We just going to put this out ourselves. He's like, bet. He start, he's I'm going to start the label, ill kid, and we going to put it out. We put it out. We melted out ourselves. So you went to you the know? studio. You made Come Clean. Mm-hmm. And like like Premier was saying, like we were talking about earlier, he when y'all did sound check at shows, he'd be cutting up. Uh oh, right. Uh oh, heads up, cause we dropped. That's when we was in Europe. When we was out in Europe the first time, and he was every night, cause Google didn't do sound check. I did sound check. That was part right, of paying right, right. dues, right? Yeah, yeah. So I would do sound check and and get everything together. And then one day I said, "Son, when we get back, Let's we need to that. do a record and make right. this the hook." And he was like, "Bet." Boy. So and when we got back. He had the drum track for me because we already knew what the scratch was going to be. Right. He came, he hit me with a drum pattern. I was like, ooh, I like that. He's like, yo, come to my crib. And on such and such day, Mike Rome, we jumped in his truck. We went to Premium Crib. That's when he was in Queens. We listened to a few records. We was listening, listening. Then we heard that that record. Before we wouldn't say, but now everybody knows a Shelly Man record. Yeah, yeah. We listened to that record. And then... um. We heard it, all these crazy noise, and we just looked at each other. And then, cause it was ever paused. So then we 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 listening, listening. Then we like, he's like, yo, you want me to loop it like this or loop it like this? And that one right there, I like that. And I was like, oh, loop it like that, like that. And then he put it on the cassette. We dropped the cassette in my man, my man Ron's truck. And when we got home, I ain't even write it. My man wrote like, yo, what you gonna say to this? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you're one up front, boy. And that's where I started that from there. And then, and then, um, you know, and if you notice, all every all my original rhymes is very confrontational. You know what I'm saying? Now it's it's I'm always, yeah. it's really always was. very confrontational. I'll tap your jaw. You yeah. want the front, jump up and get bucked. If you feeling lucky, duck, then press your luck. Like I really had, a, a, my ego was, you know, because I survived East New York, right? Like, so I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, I know real killers and like dudes, and it's, it's silly. It's, it's a silly, it's a silly way to think, right? But um, yeah, so everything was just real confrontational, but so that's who I was. But the back to the Nas thing, I did Sunrise in the East right after Illmatic. So Premier produced Sunrise in the East, I mean, Illmatic, I was there the whole time because it was kind of like, all right, Figure out. I'm like, oh, I know this is dope. I know that's dope. You know what I mean? But by the time he's I done with Illmatic, isn't Come Clean already bubbling? It's bubbling. It's bubbling, but just the single. We hadn't done the album yet. Got we it. did the album after. Come Clean started bubbling on its own from the Ill Kid yeah, sampler. Right, right, and right. that's how I got the deal after that. 
So, right. So, so that's you know. So I'm just there with cream. Is there any beats Premier played for Nas that he didn't take that became any of nope. those songs or other songs that you heard? Nope, because it wasn't like that. Like you, you got to realize a lot of people don't realize they think Premier Premier now, but at that time Premier was still very young and new. Yeah, with doing it, so it wasn't like he had whole stashes of beats together. Every beat that you heard was made on the spot. Right, I did hear that. Dudes yeah. was in the studio. That was the studio was. That's why the studio was so exciting. Because he he might have a drum pattern right. that he'd been working on at home yeah, or something. He, he, he come in first. He might have a drum. That's how you know what I'm saying is true. He would have a drum pattern that he had and he'll pop in. And then he'll be in the studio. And we just all be sitting there listening to records. You understand what I'm saying? And that's why every time premiere record on the record that's why all my records sound different than all the gangstar records right right because right, right. because your taste is put in there too because you sitting there with him right and he's going through things and listening you might be like oh son right there so nas, right there so you're saying nas is sitting there and the drums are playing and then the loop for new york state of mind comes on and and, and they're like oh i like that Right, Premier, he start he pulling out records. It ain't even loops. He pulling out records, He's putting, out putting records on the turntable and playing like, oh, oh yeah, I got you know, I think I got something. And he putting them on the table, That's insanity. And, and he playing it, and then you hear you be like, oh, or even you sitting there, you be like, oh damn. And I'm like, son, I want that beat. And then, and then you know, we go home after the end of the session. The, the shit is done, and then me and Prem. We just listening to the joints. Be like, damn, that shit is crazy, son. He like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm cook up some shit for you. Don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, yo, you giving son the, this shit is fire right here. Like those, that was the days of hip hop. I was in the studio. I was in the studio with a lot of sessions. Jay-Z, you know, all the records that Preem did, I would be there because that's my man. And you know, and, and, and you got to remember, me and Premier, it was just, it's like Gangstar, we was a team too. You understand what I'm saying? We was a team too. We came out, out we came out a groundbreaking record. Like we was a team, you know what I'm saying? So that's my man, same way it was him and uh, Guru. They was a group, but we was a team. So, yeah. you know, I would always be like, when he was doing musical stuff, I come through the studio, hang out. He's doing Jay-Z or he's doing big or he's doing, I'll be there. You understand wow. what I'm saying? Wow. I, I come through and I, like I said, but for Illmatic, for all the songs from there produced, I was in the studio. Like, I'm sitting here, Nas is sitting right here on the, on the B room in D&D. It's funny, though, because you know? when, it, when it's all said and done, when I think of that time, like, mm -hmm. at least for me as a hip-hop consumer, right. like, I, Come Clean was so much more beloved for me than when Nas ended up dropping his single. Like, It Ain't Hard to Tell was cool. I liked It Ain't Hard to Tell. But, right. yo, Come Clean was like the... Sife, wouldn't you say Come Clean may have been the biggest underground rap joint for like a year, year and a half? I mean... That shit was very big. Bro. It was a monster. If you if you were a real hip-hop head, Come Clean was like every talk break on a mix show, freestyle, you know, the record was played for a long time. I remember in D.C. hearing it. I remember I heard, I think, DJ Iron play that record early, 
and he thought your name, I don't know what the pr- test press said, but he just right. said it was Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. He it thought- was, because it was Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. That, that's another thing. That's why I came out with the original. I, like, I remember going on tour, and, and, and one of the buyers from one of the stores be like, yo, j Rue, man, I just spent mad money on this bullshit-ass record because it's called Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I thought it was you. That group DRS, this is for the homies. Mm. And um, because I'm the original Dirty Rotten Scoundrel, that's how that record actually blew up, Quiet is Kept, is because all the buyers bought it. They thought it was come clean. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, Dirty Rotten Scoundrel, because it was, it, it was. It, the original thing said, J. Rue the Damage, the Dirty Rotten Scoundrels on the, on the test press joint. You know what I'm saying? So um, on uh, the Ill Kid sampler. But, but were yeah, you so aware, that- but like, were. were- how much did you how much did you feel that like this record got gigantic and was there one big um premier talked about in his uh so what's up series on youtube um flex playing the record do you mm-hmm. remember the the record getting premiered on radio and, and- let me tell you the record got premiered on radio before flex played it because this is what happened and this is how we knew it was gonna blow i'm in the village with my man i'm actually with um I'll give y'all another bombshell. Wu-Tang Clan. I was hanging out with Wu-Tang Clan way before they had the Wu-Tang Clan. I remember when the RZA came to me and was like, yo, son, I'm, we, we, we coming up with this shit called Wu-Tang Clan, yo. Like, like, and he broke that down because we used to, the Jizz is the one who taught me how to play chess. And we used to, we used to hang out and we used to sell books and do all types of different stuff. Yo. And, um, <laughs> so and, and, and so That's so perfect. I, 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 I was... Books. I was, yeah, I used to sell books. Me, True Master, me, True Master, uh, my man Afu, my man said, we used to sell books. And the Jizzle used to come after work. He was a bike messenger at the time. He used to come up. We used to hang out. We used to smoke weed. We used to go to Pier, have Kung Fu fights. We used to go watch Kung Fu movies, play chess. Like, those my brothers. Like, the Jizzle, the Rizzle, those my brothers. Like, oh my we, we go way back. So I'm in the Ville. We out in the Village because we used to hang out in the East Village. And we, we rolling up some trees. And I hear Come Clean coming out of a car. And I'm like, wow. yo, son, you heard that to my man. My man, like, come on, son, you bugging. I'm like, nah, son, I'm telling you, I heard the song. Then I hear another car, but it's playing it at the same point that the other car is playing it. So I'm like, that can't be the same station. Right. Yo, I call Guru on a payphone. Yo, son, boom, boom, boom. I think he's like, yo, they played it on Hot 97. They played it, boom, boom, boom. Well, it was no Hot 97. I think it was it was uh, Kiss and whatever. I don't know. If, yeah, Hot 97 was the time. But it, it, anyway, Hot 97 just might have gotten turned hip hop, like just turned hip hop right, right. there. So they was playing it on all the stations all of a sudden. That's how I got the deal. But fellas, listen, my, I think my phone is going to die, so I don't want to get, get cut off. You know what I'm saying? So if you got something else you want to add. Oh, I got something I want to say, though. Okay. Because this is this is epic right here. This is don't epic. Your phone. Yo, I just finished. I just, I, it's mad far away. So. Um, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know I'm old, man. Go get a charger. Shit like that. We need on. you to get a charger. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I gotta. Saif, I gotta say something. Saif, I like, I like what you just did. I, I like what you just did. See, here, here's a secret. J. Root thinks he's getting out soon. We got way more to do. Yeah, no, he did. We haven't touched the album yet. The first album yet. No, in What's fact, happening? in fact, while J. Root's getting his uh, charger, guess what we're doing, Saif? Uh oh, don't tell me. We're going to Patreon. Yeah. We're going to Patreon. Yeah. So, so when he comes back with his charger. He thinks it's close. It's not. We're going to do another yeah. hour. Okay. 45, 50. Guys, honestly, thank you for joining us, man. What was that, J-Rule? What was that first one, that classic that we need to hear about? That the sun rises in the east? That's right. And well, yeah. and we, But we got to talk Wrath of the Math, and we got to talk about the um, 
the bad boy stuff too. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I'm back. I'm oh, back. he's back. Right. Hey, good morning. Oh yeah, we can talk about all that shit. I hear you. All right, good, good, good. Good morning. I've been hearing y'all. My um. Damn it, damn it. We didn't want you to yeah. hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Hold on. We Thank back. You. Yeah. So right, yes, yeah, it's, it's a lot to talk about. All right, guys. We'll see you on Patreon. <laughs> Cypher Sounds, Peter Rosenberg, Juan Epp is life. Shut the fuck up, Billy June. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.